So it's rather nice, isn't it? What a gorgeous day! Yeah. So, very, very VIP guest today on the yes, podcast. Very I'm squealing with joy. Except I have heard, I have heard there's what? a feature wall. Oh, Kate, <laughs> you've got to worried. behave yourself. What, shall I not say? You're going to say, aren't you? Oh, well, my I, God, but... you can't take you anywhere. Well, it listen, might be a nice I one. love this woman, like proper girl crush going on, so don't upset her, OK? OK. Be on your best day. <laughs> I'm a bit scared now. <laughs> Come on, then. Let's go and knock at the door. Be nice. Just... <laughs> Brilliant. Rock and roll. Oh, that's the picture. <laughs> this is the lady of the house putting out a bin. <laughs> Should we give you a hand? No, both, no. Absolutely no. Blue recycling bins. That's very posh. Anyway, please come in. Oh, welcome, thanks welcome. for having us, hun. This is oh my all God. very exciting. Which way are we going? Go in the kitchen that way, just because we can get a... Ooh, oh, right so hand and blush. Straight in. Oh, she's in, she's in. She's <laughs> loving it. Oh, my God, I'm so... I'm so ticked. I'm so, like... Oh, God, I hope they think my house is nice. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. Of course. You've been judged by us. Yeah. Oh, you can get into that one. Being experts like you are, you're um, you're probably very good at going. This is what this house says about this person. So you're like taking a deep, yeah, oh, you yeah, feel that? yeah. Quick, I do. Think of something that this house is saying <laughs> about that person. <laughs> And welcome to The Great Indoors. The podcast that tells you all you need to know about interiors and how to make that knowledge really work in your own home. Thank you to DFS for sponsoring the third series of the podcast. DFS is an incredible 50 years old this year and is celebrating five decades of bringing the joy of comfort and style to UK living rooms. And talking of joy, today's guest knows all about the subject, having quite literally written a book on it. It's called Happy, Finding Joy in Every Day and Letting Go of Perfect. She also hosts a hugely successful podcast called Happy Place, where she talks to inspiring individuals about how to unlock your inner happiness. That's on top of a hugely successful career as a TV and radio presenter, beginning at just the age of 15. Still doesn't look a day older either, I'd say. <laughs> I love you. And somehow she's still found time to design and curate ranges of makeup, clothing, and of particular interest to the great indoors, homewares. She is, of course, the fabulous Fern Cotton, and she has very kindly invited us into her home for the final episode of our fabulous third series. Fern, your home is giving me all the feels. Oh, it's light and bright. I mean, it is a sunny day today, but it's it's fabulous. Lovely. Look at that pink. I know. We got. You've I'm already seen pink. your colour pink, haven't you, Kate? It's a big tick from you. Yes. Love a bit go. of blush. A little bit of blush pink. I love a bit of blush. It's yes. my favourite. I absolutely love it. I'm glad you like it. Were you a bit nervous? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have been putting kids' toys in boxes <laughs> and, like, just making it look neat because it's quite chaotic. I always think that people assume I'm going to live in, like, a really edgy, like, weird house, but I'm really old school. I like, like, cosy, traditional old homes. So I think people are usually sort of a bit shocked, like, oh, it's quite sort of homely and countryside-ish rather than it being sort of edgy and whatever. Oh, there's a little rock and roll touch. I'm looking at these lamps over the island. Do you think, I think they're a bit, um... They're granny punk. Bit, oh, are they granny punk? Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I 
granny good. punk. Granny punk, that's a new thing. Maybe so, that's my style. Just, oh, just, just to punk. describe these lamps, there's three enormous silk drum pendant lights with drippings of kind of like, they almost look like necklaces, don't they? Dripping yeah, all beads, over them. Little faux beads, flowers. Lots of fringing. Fringing is yeah. very on trend. I mean, they're really bohemian. Yeah, they? I like a bit of bohemian. I'm into that. I like anything that feels quite sort of natural and not too considered or thought about too much. It's a bit higgledy-piggledy, but sometimes it goes a bit too higgledy-piggledy. <laughs> <laughs> the bonkers about these lampshades but I love them but like you say everywhere else I'm looking you know the we've got lovely strip floorboards here beautiful country style kitchen but all quite neutral and light yeah. is it important that you have a Light. space filled with lots of light yeah I I know that it's really trendy to have sort of dark grey or a dark very dark blue wall or even black but I couldn't I need uplifting airy comforting homely it is so important I think when you get home that you feel calm and those dark colors to me I mean they look beautiful on like Instagram yeah. or whatever but I personally can't live in a space that dark no way your beautiful kitchen here with an island that we're all leaning up against then leads through into this sort of like garden room conservatory. Yeah, so this one we moved in was actually three rooms. We had like a weird concertina wall here and then a very tiny kitchen and then a blocked off conservatory, which made oh, no wow. sense to me. And because my husband and I love cooking and we've got two kids and I've got two stepkids, so four kids often, we spend a lot of time in the kitchen. So we needed a room that was really useful and big, so we just... Knocked it, it all through. through. So this yeah. is the heart of the home then in here. Absolutely. This is where you the all hang room. out together. Yeah. <laughs> room, I love it that. Really is. Brilliant. It really is. And I've always got weekends, like friends sat on these stools here and I'm baking something and we're drinking tea and gossiping or like people just sit on the counters and we all chat and it feels quite sort of like a bit like a sixth form common room at weekends. Being <laughs> yeah. a really nice sort of slightly more sophisticated way, I hope. Um, but it's definitely the place we hang out the most in. And I know that because we have to re-varnish the floorboards at least once a year because there's so much worn floor like, from people. Yeah. I want to know if you grew up in a house where the kitchen was the heart of the home, so it's an extension of that, or whether actually having not had that, perhaps grown up with a small kitchen, that was very important to you that you create this space. Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't the heart of our home. I had a really hard-working mum who did, like, full jobs at one time and a dad who worked full-time, who's only just retired, like, last week. Um, so it wasn't, like, big home-cooked meals yeah. and everyone around the kitchen table at all. It was very much, like, quick, get it done, get it out, or... Quite often, so it was a super practical room. It was in the a kitchen. really practical yeah. room, but it wasn't where anyone hung out at yeah. all. You aspire to it, don't you? I had, I'm an only child and grew up with just my mum, and we had a very small kitchen. And I went out with my first boyfriend for about two years because he was one of five, and they spent all their weekends oh, in the kitchen. That. And every meal was late, and there was shouting and writing, yeah. and I loved it. And then he moved out and got a place on his own. It was like, I think we're done. <laughs> And I realised afterwards that there's a huge attraction to that wonderful sort of it riotous is. kitchen. I love yeah. it. Like yeah. Sometimes it does feel quite stressful when we've got all four kids and we're trying to cook. Everyone wants to eat at different times yeah. and likes different foods. But actually, if I can rise above all of that and sort of mitigate that, oh my God, no one's eating or whatever, it is quite beautiful chaos. And this is the room for that, for yeah. sure. So I want to ask, what are your top tips for designing a sociable Family kitchen dining space. I think if you've got the room, an island, definitely, with bar stools, because people can just sort of casually pop in, have a cup of tea. If you can fit a little sofa in, I think that's always quite nice, again, just for people to relax in and, 
and chill out. Our latest addition to the kitchen, which I love, is my son's new fish tank. And that, for the kids, has been the cutest thing ever because they just, all the kids just sit and they stare at it for hours. And it's gorgeous. And I love that it's become, for the kids, like a real cute little focal point of the kitchen. So that's definitely a really lovely new addition to this space. Oh, well, I think it's really working. I mean, yeah, I could hang out here all day, but we've got a whole house to go look at. We have. We have. So, look, conservatory's there. You can kind of see it. It's just where we eat, and it's pink and blue. Pink's, like, all over this house. But is that your favourite cake? Because your shirt is also pink and blue, you see? And I always say, fluke, you wear fluke. your decor. No, it's not a fluke. Let's say it's purple. Okay. <laughs> There's a science behind yeah. it. Yeah, you're clearly drawn to those colours. I do. I love, love pink. The dark blue's been a later addition sort of throughout the home, but pink is kind of everywhere. <laughs> Probably much to my husband's disgust. Well, what does he think? Does he does he get involved? Luckily, he's like a very calm, placid person who just sort of lets me get on with it. Yeah. So I will admit he has very little to say in anything. But mainly because he's not as bothered as I am. Like, I love creating colour and space. So that's kind of my passion. Whereas he's just sort of like, he's quite messy as well. So I have to contain his stuff into areas, which I will show you in a minute in the next room. <laughs> Take a deep breath and try not to get stressed about it. But yeah, I like things. Although there's a lot of stuff in the home, I like. I know where everything is, and it's quite. It's ordered chaos. So I it's would that. Say. Yes, it's that. Balance, it's not a min- isn't it? minimalist home in the slightest. But I know where everything is, and if someone comes in and moves something, or you know, once the kids have played, everything has to go back to where I know it belongs. Real control freak. I'm a bit scared. Yeah. You're scared. You're exactly the same. Your oh, yeah. house is like <laughs> millimetre perfect. I'm not having either of you around my place. Yeah, we're not coming anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So I will now take you into uh, what the kids call the telly room. Um, It's a weird shaped room, so it's kind of difficult to know what to do with it. But this end is where we watch TV and relax. And again, there's lots of pink. Oh, it smells so good. I'm just being hit by the... What? There's a feature. Oh, no. I told her to behave herself. House of Hackney Wall. Do you not like her feature walls? Come on. She doesn't like them. I, 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 I'm love just, I mean, you, I can't begin to tell you, Fern, how much I'm enjoying this right now. <laughs> Kate is literally spluttering. <laughs> it is priceless. Attention. You know what? I think it's gorgeous paper. I love that paper, and I have thought about it in my own house, mm, but it's, it's so beautiful. I want more. Yeah, <laughs> it's too expensive. That's why, <laughs> it's good that's why I got a little yeah. tiny slither. It's a 80 quid roll, I can't isn't do it? I'd love to do the whole room in it, but. Yeah, but that's, that's the problem, isn't it? It's yeah. not happening. Yeah. So it's a teeny tiny slither. But you know what is brilliant about it? It isn't just a random feature wall in that alcove because you've got these green bookshelves. I know, they're gorgeous. And so that picks out and also looks like a different feature. So it's not just on its own. I have a problem with the feature wall when it's on its own. Right, okay, good. I've tried to tie in colours and stuff. And again, there's lots of bits and bobs and it's probably quite chaotic, but... No, it feels I love really the colours. No, no, it's lovely. Yeah. And actually, the view from that window, which oh, that is view. the tree, beautiful green tree. It's my favourite window. And then the green bookcases in here. So it's bringing, bringing a bit of that outside in. So this is my husband's corner that he's allowed. And I've actually... <laughs> he's allowed. I love I've that. I've hided it corner. so... I mean, usually it's gross. There's a thousand guitars, but he's taken most of them with him because he's working. We should probably just say for listeners who your husband is. Yeah, so he's in a band called Reef, and that he plays guitar, so hence there's all amps. And, but this is where he sort of sits, plays guitar, records stuff, I don't know. Um, but I love that window is 
just a dream. It, I love it. I love I the original him the thingies. Best bits. I know. I don't. I have. <laughs> Why is it on? And then this is our family wall. We have all of our pictures of our family and people we love. And oh, again, it's all chaotic. And nothing matches, but I kind of like that. So have you've you've vibe. created this, or did you do it together? This no. Wall? You're assuming that my husband has again any say <laughs> in anything going on in my home. Um, it was very much me just going. This is our family wall, but there's loads of pictures of his mum because she passed away about 13 years ago. So she is all over our house. So. The kids kind of talk about her and she's sort of here, although oh, she's that's not. Lovely. So yeah. she features heavily throughout our whole home, all three different stages of her life. That's a beautiful picture of her there. Isn't it? Yeah. Gorgeous. Um, what I love as well is all the frames are completely different. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real... Some people's nightmare, but I quite like that feel of just chaos and it being there a is a, There is a thread to it, though, isn't there? In that they're all family photos, so it doesn't matter that they're all different sizes and different frames. You know, people worry all the time about creating gallery walls um, and you've got to have some commonality to it so what, you to know, make it all hang together to make it hang together mm. and that works because they're all different frames but what's brilliant is actually they're all from different eras aren't they in different styles yeah, so it makes but it's sense. all a family picture because it feels organic exactly like you literally yeah. haven't just gone out and bought all yeah. your frames in one go and no it's sort yeah. of been an incremental project and it very much looks like that I think and I'm not a uniform sort of person like I do love when I see on Instagram a perfect wall with like matching frames they've been measured inch by inch but I'm just not that sort of person and it would feel <laughs> contrived so I just but it's also really stressful because my husband wanted a wall like that with all matching black frames and they do look great until one of the kids walks past oh, and slightly knocks one and then they're, they're off yeah, and I think horrendous. he spends quite a lot of time walking around the house just going left up left up yeah. right down <laughs> like this. this one got worried just yeah exactly bloody mess So we're settled down now in the sitting room in Fern's house. I'm sitting next to the lovely House of Hackney feature wall. We <laughs> positioned you opposite that. I'm enjoying very much. Toes curled in her shoes. <laughs> Which brings me on to, Fern, let's talk about what makes you happy in your home. Is there a sort of formula for finding happiness in your home? I think it's a very bespoke practice. I don't think it can be sort of one size fits all because we all react so differently to colour and texture. For me, it's definitely about light and having a lot of light in my house. I don't want to walk into somewhere that feels suppressing or dark or suffocating. And I kind of, as I've got older, have realised what colours really work for me. And they are those kind of dusty pinks, dusty, mossy, greeny colours and things that feel very grounding to me. And I figured that out quite late down the line, I think. I've only really got into my groove with colour in the last sort of couple of years. But they're all colours that, yeah, make me just feel calm and very rooted. Well, colour is so instrumental yeah. to well-being and emotion. Certain colours, like we all know green represents well-being, but it's like different tones of green yeah. affect people in different ways. So for some people, it would be that very punchy emerald green for other people it'd be a dark foresty racing green for you it's more of the mid-tone mossy green so I think you know you're so right acknowledging that colour has that impact on us and then really investigating do you have a sort of recipe for people who don't perhaps are feeling overwhelmed by all the colours and all the styles or don't know how to find their happy is there a place you would advise people to start I think finding one colour you really like is a good place to start. I think colour's always probably simpler than texture or shape or design. You know, I think we all, we'll all be drawn to um, design. Like, I'm not big on modern furniture, 
don't really like mid-century modern even. I like really old school kind of comfy stuff. And I think we all know whether that's a nostalgic throwback to our childhood or to an era that we like, we can identify with that. So you might be able to find that for yourself. But I think colour's really easy because you can literally walk out the front door, look at trees, flowers, the sky, and, and see what that reaction is. If you just try and mitigate all the crap in our heads worrying about school runs, work, whatever, and just think about the simple things. Those colours will resonate in a way with you and you'll know what that reaction is. So you're saying look at the colours and try not to be judged about whether you like it or visually, if it's fashionable but see how you react. Or, yeah, yeah what's thing. your feeling? So what's your feeling, feeling around when it? When you look at a colour, yeah. that's the first thing you go off. Without yeah. a doubt, because that's my whole house. I never, I don't know what's in trend, you know, home interiors-wise at all. I've got no idea. I go purely on, oh, this space makes me feel really nice and yeah. this colour makes me feel really calm or this shape really is something really romantic about it or whatever. I, I don't really care. And same with clothes. I don't care what's in fashion. It's all about what makes me... It's all those feelings, like feeling yeah. good and connecting with that. I've got a stat. Oh, gosh, Go for goes. it. I've got a colour stat. This is our sponsors, DFS, did a survey of about 1,100 people to find out which colours are linked to which emotions. So they found that blue is linked to energy and happiness. Mm. Probably no surprises there. Um, and pink is most associated with a feeling of contentment. Oh, so you're rocking both I just did a job recently which discovered that we spend 90% of our time indoors and 70% of that is in the house or in our homes. So, I mean, that's just an extraordinary... I was completely flawed. We are asleep and we're travelling to work and we're being in work and being in offices and just being in our houses. But So, obviously, that kind of makes it super important that our houses reflect who we are Mm. and make us happy. But also, I think that green, the green coming through as a colour, is a reflection of that because we're trying to connect more with the outdoors. Well, yeah, definitely. Really works so perfectly. So out of the view at the back here, you've got that gorgeous green from the tree mm. connected to the bookcases either side. And then we're sat on this lovely plush green velvet sofa. And then you've also got some indoor house plants in here too. So the yeah. whole green story is working full length in this room. So our house is weirdly laid out. So it's all a bit higgledy-piggledy, but it kind of works for us. So... This room we were about to walk in was kind of like a weird cinema room, which I have no, you know, desire yeah. to have. So this is our bedroom. Um, oh, mind the step, Kate. Okay. Tiny annoying step that everyone trips over. <laughs> I'll just um, staunch the blood. <laughs> I love my bedroom so much because, as you can feel, it's really cool always because yeah. it's that basement feel. And it's probably the quietest bedroom in the house because we're half below ground. So we don't really hear all of those buses and planes up there. Yes, it's an interesting choice to have the the basement as the main bedroom and not go up to the top to the light. And Yeah, no, I wanted it being really cosy, like a kind of lovely womb-like room. But it's very soft in here. The palette's very soft. Again, we've got the soft pinks. And and yes, minty green. There's lots more fringing and sort of bohemian, tassely lacy detailing it's quite feminine actually isn't it yeah I do like everything quite sort of soft and although I'm not a very girly person I do like my home to feel quite feminine weirdly I don't know maybe it's just that sort of softer kind of nurturing feeling to it Um, beautiful Anna Heyman is that Anna Heyman designs light yeah she lives down the road from me and Lewis 
It's a really oh, nice wow. designer, yeah. Yeah, it's really beautiful, that. It's really beautiful. I love that green. Loads of cushions, Fern. You're showing my love of the cushion. I nixed so Let's just, can we um, count how many on the bed? One, oh, it's two, silly. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, nine cushions on the bed? So when Jesse comes in to oh. get into bed, does oh. he just, does he notice, does he mind, does he throw them off? I don't know, because I go to bed so way before him. Like, <laughs> uh, he sort of in the dark finds his way through a mountain of pillows to somehow find how to get into the duvet. I've been banned from putting more than two and even that yeah, makes yeah, me Your cross. husband's very dictatorial like that, isn't well, he? Well, he, li- he likes what he likes. <laughs> I would just right. say that. <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of, I think because I like that feminine girly thing, I just always, I'm always like, more, more things yeah. and, and also when you've got little kids, cushions are great because you can have fights with them and bundles yeah. and avalanches. So if we go next door to the left, we've got a bathroom that was an office when we moved in. Um, it was like a really weird, pokey kind of office room. And I knew I wanted a bathroom next to my bedroom. So this room probably changed you know, quite dramatically. And when do you use this room most? Well, at six o'clock every night, I have to beg my son to get in this bath, which is super (laughs) annoying. Um, So it's definitely like the kids' bath time bath. And then if I'm not too knackered, I'll have a nice bath and a read with that light on, the yeah, I mean, light this, on. This chandelier that's hung nice and low over the bath is just gorgeous. Yeah, is that, that on a is that on a dimmer? No, or it's not. It's, it's just, just quite a nice dim bulb. light. Yeah. yeah. Me and Jesse both quite obsessed with lighting. Like that's his thing, lighting. His mum was really big on creating mood in a room through lighting. And he comes in the house every night if we're eating dinner or whatever candles go on dimmers like he's really into that sort of ambience and creating an atmosphere so he's very good with what bulb goes where oh amazing yeah, yeah. well right. he's got it right well there's lots of and turn. i've been looking at all the lights this brilliant one mm. yeah. so then if we back out of here we can go into oh that's a great little laundry room Some tumble dryers and stuff in it oh it? no like but we love oh ugly. i love a laundry room though. i need to make it look Instagram worthy. It's a cupboard under the stairs, Fern. That's what it is. Disgusting. (laughs) It's a cupboard under the stairs. You do not need to worry about that for Instagram, I'm sure. So this was my son's room, but it's now also been infiltrated by my daughter because she didn't like sleeping in her own room. So she still has a bedroom upstairs with all her stuff in, but she sleeps in Rex's room in a bunk bed. With them together. They sleep together. Because she feels safe in the same room so and he was so fine about it he was like I'd love her to stay in my room with me so although she hasn't changed anything in the room because he chose the wall colour after you tipped me off about that um, oh, so, so that was a conversation we had when yeah. we met last summer we had a chat about designing kids rooms didn't we and I said whatever you do let your kids have a say colour. and oh, he chose this amazing colour. sort of turquoise sea blue he's obsessed colour. with the ocean so everything is squids octopuses you know he's completely obsessed so and it's brilliant because it's a basement bedroom so it sort of feels yeah. under the sea as it does well. doesn't yeah. it and they sleep really well because it's kind of dark and you know oh, when you turn the lights the up shut the curtains thing, yeah. yeah and they're right next to us which was the most important thing so remind me how small. old they are six and three so they're still tiny and need to be really super close I think one day we'll have a big shift when my stepkids move out and they'll probably migrate gravitate upstairs, upstairs and have yeah. their own area like the stepkids do now but for now it's a good a good base so this is like your little underground Den. Yeah. Den. Okay. Yeah, it does Den. feel like that. I love it. And then next door to the kids. 
think every space in the house is about practicality over design every time because I've got small kids and I think it will change down the line when the kids are older and they don't need to have 8,000 Sylvalian families. <laughs> but at the moment, it is all about where do they want to hang out? And as soon as we moved in here, they started playing in that area straight away. So we ended up with sort of like a bit of a train set and a bit of a Sylvalian doll's house situation. I didn't, you know, not that there's space in this house anyway, but I didn't want there to be like a playroom where the kids can only play in this one designated away, area. Don't yeah, they? yeah, I just thought, you know, I want to hang out with my kids and for me to be cooking and be able to see them. So the whole house had to kind of be, you know, that layout was all about practicality with kids in mind. So many people do have a lot of angst about being judged about what other people are going to think yeah am I gonna, if I do it grey does that mean it's not going to be fashionable next year if I do it pink does that mean that's not going to be fashionable people fa do worry you know, about it don't they but also because it's a lot more money you know it's fine if you're you know spaffing 20 quid on a pair of sandals but if you're spending yes. you know yes, a lot of money. 200 on painting but a room but even more reason not to listen to the trends in a way yeah yeah because <laughs> I think your home is an expression of who you are you know even if you're a neat or a messy person I think it says a lot about how you operate mentally and you know I guess it is quite exposing because people then are going oh this is what their home's like and you can make certain assumptions but actually we are all complicated imperfect fallible human beings and my home is certainly a representation of that that you know I am a bit higgledy piggledy with stuff and I like lots of bits and bobs and you know creativity and that sort of eclectic sort of vibe so I think, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like a trendy, minimalist type person. So therefore, my home is not going to be like that. You say you've got a lot of higgledy-piggledy. And I, I mean, I do love a bit of bits and bobs, I have to say myself. I am a collector of bits and bobs. There's plenty of them in my house. <laughs> um, but that's because they're sentimental to me and they trigger memories mm. and happy mm. thoughts and feelings. Although there is a tipping balance, isn't there? And funnily enough... We've been quite rude about Marie Kondo on this podcast in the past. You know who she is? Yes, decluttering I know. My, because yeah. the folding the pants, the, the folding yeah. the pants. Because well, we stroking the socks. We maintain yeah. that we get our kicks in other ways other than folding clothes. But she did have. I did quite enjoy the show, and I watched it with my husband as well. Yeah, it's a lovely little. And show. we enjoyed washing up after dinner together after watching her program. Did she anyway, spark joy in washing up? <laughs> well, yeah, we did it together. Yeah. We made it like a thing. Like, yeah. put some tunes date night on. washing up. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. They must just Watch. have a word with the murderer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly, we've been going wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Get your fairy liquid. Easy. Done. <laughs> Easy. Get your rubber gloves on. Yeah. That's a different show. Sorry. 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 <laughs> sorry. I'm going too far. So, um, but essentially, what was interesting was the dynamic between the couple through this decluttering and tidying process, in that a lot of relationships can fall under a lot of strain and pressure when the house is disorganised, when the space isn't flowing properly, when you're tripping over things, when you can't put your trousers away because the yeah, drawers are already bulging. True. So there is something in that too, isn't there, of yes, have the things you love, but then also know when to get rid of the stuff that you don't need. Yeah, I'm yeah. massive on culling. I cull everything all the time, especially secretly the kids toys oh yes and what my is clothes. your secret to that because my son i do it when they're not here just literally exactly. he knows like he i swear he has not played with you know he's eight he wouldn't have played with that like farmyard play kit no, so for what like you five do years, but he will know what you do i did this with mine is you pack them up into a box and you move them into a different room so that if he suddenly Scratching. turns around and goes where's that you oh, go okay. oh i just put it in this cupboard for you darling kept it but safe for you really nice and then you can get that out and then you squirrel something else one yeah. in one out My and then from the spare room to the tip 
And what you have to do, Kate, what Marie Kondo, you have to pick up the thing and thank it, even if you don't want that two ninety nine H&M vest that you bought for on a holiday. <laughs> you just yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for being my holiday T-shirt. And yeah. now it's time for you to go. You are looking at me like I've gone mad, but seriously, I quite, quite enjoy it. It's cute. It's sweet. <laughs> I, no, I do like a clear out. I may not actually be thanked your thing. clothes. Yes, though, okay. I may, line, may not do that. That's a line crossed. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so, listeners, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this issue. Are you thanking your holiday clothes before you chuck them cruelly on the tip or the charity shop? Do come and find us on Instagram, where I'm mad about the house. Sophie is Sophie Robinson. No, I'm and- not. Sophie Robinson Interiors. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) How long have we been doing this? (laughs) Sophie is Sophie Robinson Interiors and Fern is Fern Cotton. And next door to the kids' room, this was a tiny windowless bathroom that we've made into a little wardrobe area. Um, <gasps> goals. Oh no! Oh my God! Let me in there! Yeah. Oh my gosh! But this was a bathroom with a bath and a shower and a sink. Can you imagine? Like Look at the so handbag tiny. corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now going to have a new co-host, which will be Fern, as Sophie will now never come out <laughs> of the clothes closet. So yeah. Fern and I will continue the show. Yeah. <laughs> and just leave see, me. Yeah. My husband has one oh. rail, two rails, and that's it. But it's oh no! Me. Sorry, can we just? Look at all the Polaroids of the shoes on the boxes. That's what you're supposed yeah. to do. Otherwise, I wouldn't know what's what. So I've been quite organised in this area. So this, sorry, because I, I just went into a big fog a at the bathroom. beginning of this. this you were a bit a, overexcited, I weren't got you? So overexcited. So this was a bathroom, a spare bedroom where the kids' bedroom is, a cinema where my bedroom was, and then an office. So it was a completely different. So sorting use out the layout area. of this house has yeah, been a massive. Yeah. Mega, redesigned mega. to work out how it's going to work for you and yeah. your family and your needs. But it's yeah. really interesting, isn't it? Because so many people do basement conversions now. Mm. You see a lot of them. And it's automatically, it's in the basement, therefore it's dark, therefore we'll make a TV room or cinema room yeah. and maybe a spare room and basically creating a huge amount of space that no one's ever no going one to use. Uses. I don't and watch much telly. I don't completely gone the other way and yeah. made it into the sort of quiet, dark mm, family cozy, spaces yeah. and all the lighter sort of more public spaces for want of a better word, yeah. or upstairs. It's a really good use of a basement. Yeah, it took a little while to work it out, but yeah. once we kind of committed to it, it felt really right, and it does definitely work for us all yeah. now. Especially with the teenage days. <laughs> and then if we keep going up the stairs, on the left is Honey's room, which she doesn't sleep in, but she might one day. <laughs> um, and it's just she loves kind of... You know, again, she wanted pink wallpaper and whatnot, so she's got this crazy the cranes, stalks, that's or whatever they are, cranes, um, and a little tent. Um, oh, and that light fitting looks familiar. You've got one like that, I've Kate. got that one. Mine's, mine's bigger. <laughs> <laughs> the Ikea dandelion. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and it's got a little sofa bed, because if she does ever sleep up here and has a friend, then she's got a little sofa bed. But, yeah, it's a bit kind of... Hectic, lots of kid stuff, but what I notice is brilliant. I always tell people to do this is round the whole of the edge of the room is shaker pegs. Yeah, so you can hang as you've got hats and bunting and decoration, but also you can put hangers on them with clothes on. You can hang shoes. You can hang pictures. It's a really practical way to do a kids' room. So you've got um, some chest of drawers in here. You've got some lovely pull-out trugs. So I'm guessing, honey, built them myself. She (laughs) love a bit of flat pack. Yeah. 
Um, but she can be encouraged to like put stuff away in those. Yeah, I'm guessing she's pretty neat idea. and tidy as well. She's she? yeah, because oh, she because she sees me like beavering away the whole time, clearing things up. She's really into it. Whereas my son is like Jesse, just take shoes off, kick them in the corner, <laughs> coat on the floor, whatever. So the next door to the left is my stepdaughter's bedroom, which again I just sort of let her do whatever she wanted with. So she picked a lovely light blue. And then we painted clouds oh, on the wall together, nice. which was a nice oh, family day together. together. Yeah, that was when we first moved in. So that was when she was quite small. So she's 13 now, but we painted those together and we were going to redecorate the room recently. And she went, oh, I really want to keep them. So Aww. we're going to keep the little clouds on. And then she's got, this was a big cupboard here. We're, we're going to knock all this out as well because she doesn't use any of that space. So that's space. a big, huge fitted wardrobe with a little cubby hole she's for a desk in it. She's a lot of space. Well, it was all cupboards when we moved in. So we knocked that out first to create her a little desk area. And then we just knocked this little seating area out um, last year just so she can sort of sit and read and It's a brilliant out. idea if you've got fitted wardrobes you don't want, particularly yeah. in kids' rooms, because actually what you can do, I and mean, you've taken the doors off, but you can keep the door on and then you can literally shut the oh, screen like away closet. at night. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can make them put their phones in there and all the blue light and stuff is completely out of sight. They're just quite cumbersome yeah. cupboards, so it's taken yeah. up a lot of space and just giving it that bit of depth has really kind of opened the room up, yeah. so... But yeah. again, you've um, encouraged Lola to come up with her own colours and come up yeah. with her own design. It's really good, isn't yeah. it? I went shopping Kids. the other day and she chose all these new little pillows. I said, look, let's go to H&M Home. And she picked all of these little pillows and throws that she liked and bits for her chair. So, yeah, I, I don't want to sort of prescribe how they should have their space, and especially as a teenager. So I just sort of let her crack on with it, really. And then I do have to tidy up in this room quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an She's 13, yeah. yeah. Next up, Fern, tell us about your new TV show. I want to know all about it. We're so spoilt with another Interiors TV show I coming. Know. It's been like buses. There's and been none for years, and now suddenly, <laughs> yeah, we're back here on. they all come. And Sophie's on it, which is just I'm genius. Did you know that? Had you mentioned that? I don't know. <laughs> just a few she times. Doesn't want to know because she's upset. I'm not on it. Hopefully, we'll do another series. You're both right. There we go. We're hoping people like it. it. She's put her CV and everything. There you go. Well, we can pass it on to Michelle and see what she says. Um, So it's called Interior Design Masters, and it was the most fun show I have probably ever filmed. I just absolutely loved it. Yeah, I've done a lot. So it's ten sort of amateur but very high standard interior designers who all have a very different idea about what they like and a very different background so students fresh out of university um, people who have changed career sort of later on in life and gone into interior design people sort of running small businesses from their homes all really different backgrounds but so so passionate and they get given a different project every week to work on either individually or as a team so starting off with whopping great totally blank canvas show homes moving into sort of barbershops restaurants um, university digs hotels you know big challenging projects and they had pretty challenging budget, but what they did nice, was... healthy TV budget. Yeah. <laughs> like, hard so not But it really made... Yeah. But the, I liked that because not only is it massively accessible for everybody, like, I came away every time going, oh, my God, I could easily go on eBay and find this and upcycle this, or I could 
get what I've already got at home and do this to it because they had to really use their imaginations and the outcome is just flabbergasting what they did, like the most beautiful spaces. And under so much scrutiny because so not only do we have Michelle Gunderhin as the head judge overseeing the whole project. And just to interject, Michelle was the very, I think the most the long-standing editor of Elle Decoration. Yeah. So she comes with an absolute gargantuan amount of And she's oh trained as an architect as well. So oh, she's, she, her brain yeah. is yeah. amazing. And she knows exactly what's what with each of those contestants and with each of those challenges. She just, she knew what was what. You yeah. just think, not even messing, just so, so, so you don't think, get involved with the judging. You're God, no. <laughs> Who am I? You've seen my house. No, I'm literally just there guiding them through it. I'm, you know, for the designers, I'm their mate, I'm their with them, watching them take part. Did it get quite emotional for them? Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, there were tears, hysterics. I mean, it was... Hysterics? Yeah. Which episode? But you know people... Like, quite a few. (laughs) Because they so wanted to get... So at the end, they get this big contract with the big London hotel to redesign the whole bar. Is that the prize at the end of the series? Yeah, it's a big proper job contract. So it was huge. And they so wanted it, and they'd invested so much time and emotion and love into it that... They just wanted it so bad. And they'd also become great friends. So when, you know, someone was rejected and because each week uh, a a designer would go, it was like high drama, massive emotion. And we'd have a lunch break and then have to start filming again. Everyone was a bit drained and like... A lot of hugs going on. It was it was bonkers, oh, but wait, incredible! I love every it every minute. So it starts this August 2019. Be on BBC Two and Netflix. And tell us the name again. It's called Interior Design Masters. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, it's a good Sounds one. Brilliant. It's a good one. We are super proud to have completed our third series and equally proud to be able to tell you there is a fourth on the way. It really is down to you listeners who have kept us going and buoyed us up with your wonderful comments, so please don't stop. Please do rate, review and subscribe. And a particular thanks goes to Alice Mac 19 who left this lovely review over on Apple Podcasts. Here it goes. I always felt there was something a bit pretentious about interior design. She says in brackets, sorry. (laughs) Maybe all the jargon or the idea that it's only for people with pots of cash. But this show is just the bee's knees for anyone who is renovating. I'm getting so many valuable tips and ideas and even the confidence to go colour crazy. Even if you're not really into interiors, these ladies are just great to listen to. Oh, oh that's job nice. Alice. <laughs> well, she's, we, she can come back. Yeah, yes, she can. We, we can like her. her. We'll <laughs> we go around her house. <laughs> now, it's Sophie's favourite bit. Oh, yes. Spotlight but, on Fern. Oh, God. Design crimes. So, Fern, this is our regular segment that we have every podcast, and it is just a bit of fun. But uh, usually it's Kate and I thinking of something, or quite often our listeners writing with their design crime. And it's what you find just a little bit irksome and a little bit wrong in the world of interior design that you'd like to put in the Design Crime Room 101. Okay, so I have um, sort of styles that I don't like, which is that sort of very modern, like with chrome and very stark surfaces, just not like like a glassy dining table. Even just like kitchens that are very like sleek and modern, I just not interested. But also, I really don't like leather sofas. <laughs> oh, contentious! Don't like them. What's that, what is I'm it about the leather sofa? 
the noise, the oh, texture, the, noise. <laughs> the look of them. There's not much I do like. And that's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with them. Just personally, yeah. Yeah. I the don't like, does not like a leather sofa. It's quite good if you tip a glass of red wine over that's it. That's handy, like for kids. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, just not, not the red wine in the kitchen. No, 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 not the red wine. No. Back up, listeners. Back but up. Rewind. Run me now. Wipe clean. But yes. I just, I can't, I don't like them. I don't like them. There you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, who are we to argue with that? We we, we wouldn't. (laughs) So there'll be lots more about what we've talked about today, how to be happy in your home and Fern's favourite colours for interiors on the blogs at madaboutthehouse.com and sophierobinson.co.uk. And thanks so much to our fabulous sponsors, DFS. Thanks to our producer, Kate Taylor, and a huge thank you to you, our lovely listeners. And a special thanks to this week's super guest. Thanks, Fern. Thank you. (laughs) And we'll see you in the great indoors.